0: Let Eurovision Queens
1: begin!
2: Welcome to a bonus episode of Eurovision Queens! That's right, I'm Andy! And I'm Ryan. And this time we've got a very special episode where we're going to look back at Melody Grand Prix 2023, the Norwegian National Selection Programme. Yeah, and we're looking back the week after? Yeah, and because the music is still with us.
0: Yes, the music will be with us forever. I think so. In our hearts... Quite a few of these ones that I think we're going to
2: keep playing on some playlists as well, aren't there? I think reading a lot of social media posts, a lot of people are saying, is this the strongest Melody Grand Prix final has ever been? It's certainly mm-hmm. one of the best national selection programmes I've seen in terms of content, in terms of singers, performances. Um, there's so much in here. We thought we can't just let this go by without marking our um, yeah, I'd love for it, I guess. Yeah. I have a feeling that some of these, especially the finales, are pretty much like mini Eurovisions anyway, aren't they? They certainly come across like that. I mean, we had a problem though, didn't we? The problem was (laughs) we were also trying to watch the first heat of Melody Festival and at the same time. We were double screening, but I feel like a lot of Eurovision fans would have been double screening that Saturday, definitely. So what we're going to do in this episode is we're going to look back at the nine finalists from position nine to position one. You all know who won already, but we're just going to go through them in that order. And as we watch their performances, we're going to talk about how we feel about them, what we liked about the staging, the performance, the song, anything else? And let's give them a score out of 10 each. Fair enough. That's going to be tough in the moment, though, but we'll try it. Yes. So, if you want to hear again some of the songs from one of the best national finals there's been in Eurovision in recent years, stick around after this familiar anthem. So, we're going to start off with the song that finished in last position. We'll talk about how we feel about this position afterwards. Mm-hmm. And also, as we said, we'll give it some scores. So, we're going to start off with Umami Tsunami with the song Geronimo.
1: Umami Tsunami Geronimo. we we'll to take you down, 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 down you my fame, don't flicker It just gets bigger Yeah, I know I'll be the greatest Never seen no bigger Got my boss in the hole of the great for Knox Make it, you got to know what's gonna stop you Call me Ice because I'm cool with it Kind of like I cruise with it Looking got nothing to do with it Make it, you got to know what's gonna stop you Don't waste your life waiting For your moment to shine G-E-R-O And you know it is your time and that to brace that G, E, R, O, and I am all. Girl, I'm all. down. Just let it down. go. Put them down. Don't go down. Your body's the ground, you're running. Girl, I'm down. Just let it go. Put them down. Don't go down. Your body's the ground, you're running. Tell your blow, take the flow, yeah, I make you look easy. Gotta drip so cold it's freezing. If I wanna get on
2: so what do you think about that i think of all the songs when i first heard it it was probably the one i liked almost the least just because oh let's be honest it just made me feel old it felt like it was for the kids that jumping around i thought it was a bit silly but the more i've listened to it i kind of find it quite catchy and i kind of enjoyed it i agree
0: with you but i'm not warming to it really very much other than it just being like a good entry-level pop song Yeah. But the thing that, it's too much white rapping in it. Oh, I see. And it's when they're saying, I think one of the lines is like, I'm the fastest rapper or something like that. And it's like, I can hear you saying that at quite a normal speed. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't feel like
2: he's the fastest rapper, but that's just my opinion. I couldn't help looking at their little faces when they were getting the scores and they realised they were last. It was quite... It was quite sad. <laughs> I wasn't really even paying attention to them. I don't think the camera even went to them, did it? It did. Well, not right at the end, but towards the end, you saw them sort of in their little group. And they could see Alessandro, who was all excited. And they were looked like, mm, okay. they probably went home and had a bit of a week. So they're
0: doing lots of like break dancing and yeah. and, and the likes.
2: Yes. And they're very designery clothes properly designed just for this performance the sort of white track suits but very oh, see, i fashion-y. i thought they looked like r2d2 okay
0: like the way that they've got like the little panelings on their like in their knitwear or
2: something yeah you know, it's delib- all knitwear as well sort of androidy roboty, but it's a deliberate design thing mm. yeah i thought it was quite high fashion actually <laughs> <laughs> okay Anyway, what's your score for Umami Tsunami? Let's rewrite history and decide on the order ourselves. I'm going to give them a five. A five out of? Ten. Not out of five. Not out of five. (laughs) Five out of ten. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to give them a seven. Mm -hmm. So, Umami Tsunami with Geronimo in our new ranking, get... 12 points. Douze points. (laughs) Good. Next up, we have Prohibition by the band Swing It, that came eighth. Swing It.
1: Prohibition. face. Swing is a swingy flapper's flying high. Baby, it's a roaring tide.
2: Okay, so what did you make of Swing It With Prohibition? Mm, yeah,
0: this is a difficult one for me, I think, because they've really honed in on a style. Visually, they look exactly how you'd think they would based on their sound. Yeah. But like they've really leaned into the 1920s sort of aesthetic. Yeah, it's the Prohibition aesthetic yeah, exactly. of, of America. But, yeah, But at the same time, I feel like it's just a bit too obvious or a bit.
2: they've gone a bit too hard on it.
0: Okay. So it makes
2: me cringe a little bit. Oh, does it? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think this aesthetic's been a bit done to death over the years. Mm. I think I was a bit confused because someone on Twitter said, Oh, this is definitely going to win it. And I'm like, What? And that confused me every time I watched it because I was thinking, I don't think it will. It's kind of like a novelty act that will do okay, but it's never going to win it. Yeah, someone on Twitter having an opinion. (laughs) Yes, I know. (laughs) It's just they're like, Mark my words, this one will win. I'm thinking, Really? Mm. Yeah, I still expected it to do better than Eighth. I was pleased to see it got more from the telly vote hmm. um, than it did from the juries. Yeah, I don't know. I thought both of the lead singers were a bit odd in that, I don't know. You see, I'm being completely... Um, <laughs> No, I, I pers- know. Personal about it. It's like one's got quite a small mouth and the other one didn't have confident <coughs> enough. That, that's of- exactly it. It's the confidence. Yeah. The, the, the first
0: singer, the first main guy, yeah. just doesn't have the confidence. And that's what we've always talked about in episodes. Like the way we've been doing this now, we've realised that it's the stage confidence. It's so much a part of it. And I think with some of these, especially when I get the impression they're a band that have formed for this. No idea. You just don't have that stage presence as much. Or even if they're established singers, when they put them together like this, it just doesn't quite work right.
2: Yeah. I also felt it felt like an old-time variety show. Mm. like it could have been they could have been on Wogan or <laughs> or as a guest of the Paul Daniels magic show it just felt a bit old fashioned yeah and it, but it, they were good at what they did and the more I heard it the more I liked it I did play it a lot every time it came up on Spotify I was like oh yeah I like this one mm. is it a Eurovision song it, it would easily get lost in the semi-finals if it was in Eurovision yeah I don't know but it might be stand out something different yeah yeah it's it could so do so <laughs> difficult to know but I'm going to trouble you for a score out of ten um, I'll go with seven Okay, so I'm going to go with six Ooh, okay So that gives us 13 points <laughs> Quick math <laughs> So that's what we thought of Prohibition by Swing It Who do we have next, Ryan? Next up, we've got Skrelx with Love Again Ooh, I like this one
1: oh. Skrelx, Love Again
2: what do you think about that one I really enjoyed it Um, the first time I heard it I thought this is a bit shitty this is a bit Euro poppy but honestly, the more I heard it, I really enjoyed it. I remember I was critiquing the dance move once. I was making tea the other night and I was critiquing the dance move and saying, oh, was just a bit lackless. And now I love that bit where <laughs> they swing their arms up and yeah. back. It's just like, no, that's part of it. That's part of the joy. Yeah. So
0: we've got a drag queen yeah. doing a proper drag number. Yeah. And it's just, Yeah. Like, it ticks all my boxes, so <laughs> let's go for it. I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to
2: make pretend that I'm not that person. Because <laughs> we both are that person. We both are that person. And I'm also a person who will like seeing men in tight pink shorts, so That's... there's also that on the table yeah. as well. <laughs> <laughs> I also like the obvious campness of it all. I mean, at the start, she she basically grabs a, a big pink dick microphone, doesn't yeah. she? You know, it's it's obvious. It's all deliberate. Mm. Now, what was your problem, though? You had a problem with the outfit, or was it with the... Well, I... <laughs> (laughs) Yeah, so my problem was the wig in the semi finals was better than the wig in the
0: finals. (laughs) (laughs) It had more bundles in it. Did it? Is that a technical term? Bundles.
2: Yeah, okay, good. I'm glad you know that. This is what I've learned from Drag Race. More bundles to the pound.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So when when she did the little dance move, it just had a nice weight to it, whereas this one was just a little bit too slick back. So yeah, the semi was a bit more Dolly Parton esque. Yeah. No, it was. Yeah, see so you're realising it now, aren't you? I it's am. Suddenly totally coming back to you. Good work. But yeah, this is the one that when you played that playlist for me initially, this was one that I got stuck in my head. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Apart oh. from the bit of the chorus where it's that really high tonight. Tonight! It's a- <laughs> yeah. yeah that bit it's a bit just it's like oh no I like that bit I think it probably works really well on the recording but <laughs> it could be that where some people it would push them over the edge and other people
2: would probably like it and it's yeah. just I'm not sure where I fall on that I think if this had got through to Eurovision proper as the winner it would have done better than any other drag Eurovision song oh I don't know the Samuel Lubazin. it would have definitely done better than the Drama Queen song from Denmark that just got to the semi-final and didn't get any further Mm. I feel like we get denied drag queens so much.
0: That we're always going to support that them. That we're always going to support them and we could just have... Everyone's sent
2: a, tried to send a drag queen, it yeah. seems. Yeah. So we could have a drag queen Eurovision once. Can you ima- imagine Alaska Thunderfuck 5000 just winning the whole thing? She'd be amazing. Oh, well, would she... Represent the UK? Would she have to represent Alaska? <laughs> <laughs> No, she's good. we can just have her over. Mm. Yeah, let's not worry about who she represents. Can we not send in Tia Coffee then? Oh, I don't know if she's the strongest singer alive. That's my problem with Tia Coffee. Tea anyway,
0: she- that's a different podcast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> What's your score for Skrelix? I'm giving this a 9. Wow, nine out of ten. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it an eight. <laughs> so that is seventeen. So at the moment, Skrelex is our winner. The excitement is palpable for you all at home, isn't it? As you find out, are very important scores for a final that's already happened. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. this is the new final. Get with the program. Yeah. And next up we have Aline Thorpe with the song Not Meant to Be.
1: Oh. meant to be. I you this song, I know, so much for so long, and trying to lay low, guess I never learned.
2: What did you think of Elina
0: Thorpe? I like that one. Yeah, I like it, but I didn't. I wasn't overly enamoured with it to begin with. Mm-hmm. But it's grown on me a lot, and it, I think that's the whole thing about the track, isn't it? it? The performance grows. Oh, as it so much. Yeah, as it as she as she goes through the performance. So
2: my first thought was, what's she wearing? Because she's got, got short, a blazer and shorts. shorts on, hasn't she? <laughs> it's a bit odd. And why is her hair a bit like a librarian? And it was just like, <laughs> I felt like she needed to let herself go. But then as the song moves on, she does let herself go, particularly in the final. She was absolutely mm. in it. And I just think her hair being all scraped back does her no favours because it makes her look less like she's... It's too tight to yes. begin with. Yes, and yeah. it's, it makes her look constrained and she should actually look more, like, free. Yeah. Because and... it's quite a free song. It's about getting over a breakup isn't
0: it? And she's got a whole band behind her, including two drummers, yeah. which is a bit weird, but quite good in a, it's yeah. got a nice effect to it. But yeah, it, it, should, it should be more like a, a being, like a front man. Like uh, a and front it, person. Oh, a front person. And it's just like, not quite got that energy at the beginning, but it does get there at the end. Yeah. But when, quite, she, gets,
2: when she gets to that point where she's like, ha, and does all the <laughs> swagger, I just love that. And it's like, it also feels perhaps the most modern Mm. of all the songs
0: this is definitely going to be the song that I will probably throw on multiple playlists yeah. just because you know the more you listen to it the more you like it but yeah. it fits for loads more things whereas like Skrelex, that's when you're having a big camp time <laughs> <laughs> this is
2: this is going to get you in your feelings a bit more isn't it yeah like sing along to it because you're feeling a certain way exactly yeah. yeah yeah so okay scores out of 10
0: I'm going to give this a 9 again and so am I ooh yes
2: <laughs> nines across the board! Nine, nine, nine! nine nines nine. across the board. That <laughs> no, doesn't work. No. So that makes 18 points out of a possible 20 for Aline Thorpe. Again, on the socials, I saw lots of stuff about, oh, funny, it's not meant to be. No, no, she's not meant to be there. <laughs> she was very much meant to be, and she's our front runner, I'll have you know, at the moment. Mm. So, who do we have next? We've got Yona with Echo Inimeg. Meg. <laughs>
1: Jag trodde hon skulle bli hjärtat mitt slår spelar en melodi släpp mig öbbi aldrig fri Var ska jag gå var jag rann nå? Damnå lever som ett eko in i mig jag hör den i samma bo, jag går min väg hur det känds att du inte hopp i Og stemmen din sier hun er for meg. Da må leve som et ekko inn
2: What did you think of Yona with Echo, Innie, My? I just heard the announcer say, so it's probably that. What did you think? Um, yeah, it's not my cup of tea. Oh.
0: But um, I'm getting into it a little bit more. But yeah, yeah I, I can enjoy
2: it, but I probably wouldn't add this to a playlist. <gasps> Sorry. No, that's okay. So this was fifth on the night. I like the the woman's voice coming in. I like the fact that it's kind of got an ethnic vibe to it as well and it feels a bit... There's a sort of like poppy, folky sort of feel, but also a bit electro. It's it's kind of really hard to pick a genre for this.
1: Mm.
0: But it's... See, I struggle with the female vocalist because they're not on stage.
2: It's an effect like yeah. it's a camera effect so and I remember you saying well what would it be if it got through in Eurovision what, Yeah, would it be on, like that on the stage yeah or? because it's I know I
0: shouldn't be thinking about like well how is it going to work at Eurovision but I kind of can't help but feel that and it does seem a bit bizarre yeah and it and the massive weird
2: floaty head Scary face woman just scares me. <laughs> yeah. What I find funny is that they, they're all holding these big sheets and it's a bit like an episode of Doctor Who when they have to defeat the, the big snake, the Mara, and they put it all around them and it sees mm. itself. and it's really, Yeah, in the background, yeah, there's
0: these bit, four sort of roller banners yeah. and all, you can just see these little
2: feet underneath it sc- scuttling around. It's a bit odd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also have a problem with him in that, again, it's been, been completely superficial, but he's a bit gammon do you know what I mean? He's a bit like a slab of meat. Yeah,
1: <laughs> so well, he,
0: personal. He, he, yeah, I think it's because it's he's got his '90s curtains. Yeah, I used to have curtains. Me, like we, that. All we all did. Some of us don't even have hair anymore, but we all had that, <laughs> we all had those curtains for a, for a brief period of time. <laughs> Some of us for longer than we should have. <laughs> yep,
2: I had those curtains too. It just seems weird that they're back. <laughs> yeah, are they back? Yeah, I think they are. They are definitely back. Okay, so what do we make of Yona? Mm, I'm gonna give him a six. Six? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna give this one an eight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so this gets fourteen.
0: Thank you for listening to Eurovision Queens. Why not come and have a conversation with us on Twitter at EuroQueensPod or if you're on Instagram, we're Queens, where we're uploading lots of very exciting reels. On both of those, there's also a link in our bio to our Spotify playlist for everything that we've played in the show so far. Back to the show.
2: Next up, we have Elsie Bay with Love You in a Dream.
1: Elsie Bay, love you in a dream. Had I reached out for your hand all those years ago, I'd sit here today and at least I would know that I To be with you instead, nothing, nightmare, wake up.
2: What do you think of that? I think when I first heard it I didn't really like it I thought it was a bit going nowhere and there was the waltzers who annoyed me but it's one of those songs you hear more and more it gets to you and you start to think oh I like this this is intelligent this is different and it sounds like so many of the different female artists that I've got on albums like years going back of the same sort of cookie feel of introspection and um, you know I'm quirky it's slightly bjerky actually quirky (laughs) bjerky <laughs> it's a quirky birky vibe yeah mm. what about you yeah it's jarring
0: isn't it because it's like on the three count instead of a Oh, technical I feel like that's pretend technical but oh, it, it's it's good. a waltz isn't it like you say that they're waltzing on it so it's that like one two three one two three oh, yeah. so it's that ah. yeah so it, it instantly kind of puts you on a bit of a different vibe yeah so there's that but I think I'm just triggered by like John Lewis Christmas adverts so if it's a female vocalist being a bit weird. Mm. It's just like, oh, not this again. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. But no, I can... Yeah, I, the more you listen to it, the more you get into it. But yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure how this would have done at Eurovision.
2: Right. Yeah, it's difficult to know. With these songs, which are quirky, they either do really well or they do or they just slump completely. Yeah, it depends what's them. around them, doesn't it? It does. As we've always say, the position of the running order is so important. Yeah. So what's your score for Elsie Bay? Maybe a seven seven yeah. so i'm gonna give it an eight so that gives elsie bay 15 points mm-hmm. so currently our top three of the songs we've played so far we have in third place elsie bay in second place love again by Skrillex, and in first place aline thorpe with not meant to be so up next is otla pettersson with masterpiece. Oh that was very well pronounced. Well, I'm
0: Have not you... saying masterpiece either. <laughs> Have you been practicing? Yes.
2: <laughs> well done. Liking your work.
1: Oh. Masterpiece. So
2: we think of (laughs) Odler Betterson.
0: yes I feel like this is if you gave a robot two years worth of Eurovision to study and then come up with a Eurovision song this is what they'd come up with yeah
2: absolutely it's very much Eurovision by numbers when I first heard this I had an intensely bad reaction to it Um, and it's not just because I didn't like his big balloony trousers Mm. Um, it's because it felt very hetty (laughs) very heterosexual in the sense it was like and in a bad way, in a sense, of quite a, a chauvinist way of like saying, you'll be my masterpiece. Mm. It was very, felt very patriarchal and ownershipy. I think we've gone too far into confidence and yeah. it's
0: gone overly confident and he's really going for it in a very much like, listen to this. And then when you, like you say, when you start listening to the lyrics, it's like, you're my masterpiece. But it's too much ownership of, like, you're my masterpiece. Yeah, exactly. It does feel a bit... It's creepy. Yeah. But then the other issue I've got is it's like a Duncan Lawrence light. It's the Duncan Lawrence you buy in Aldi
2: or Lidl. I also objected strongly to the deliberate marketing of him without a top on when he was fondling that baby, probably his own baby. That sounds bad, (laughs) fondling a baby, you know what I mean? In the clip beforehand. Yeah, Um, it's like, I'm sexy, but I'm a dad too. Yeah, and it's like... Don't fall for that shit. <laughs> mm. But he was definitely there for the women voters, but he's also wearing quite a, a sort of like camp a sheer top. But it's also quite a camp top to get some male votes as well, some gay male votes. Mm. And I just it just feels all a bit too deliberate. So yeah, you can
0: see the mood board behind this one, yeah, can't you? Totally. Like, and all the execs together, going right. This is what this is going to be. This is going to win this yeah. year because we've got all the. We've put all the money behind things. it. We've yeah. done all the market research. Yeah. <laughs> this is exactly how it should be. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, scores for Otler Pettersen. Mm, Song wise. Mm, well, we're, no, we're judging the whole package, not just. Oh song-wise. yeah, yeah, yeah. Either a six or a seven. Well, tell me which it is, please. Do you want me to go first for a change? Yeah, go on then. My score for Otler pettersen is 6 out of 10. Ooh. I'm gonna go six as well then. Okay, so Otler pettersen gets 12 out of 20. So that's the same score as Umami Tsunami with Geronimo. So next up we have Ulrika Brandstorp with Honestly. <laughs>
1: Honestly. I never knew, knew what you needed. The pain in your eyes, it was there all the town couldn't see it. You were too scared, scared to be open. You were going through hell and I couldn't tell you were broken. So you say the word when the weight of the world's too much. Honestly, I, I'm terrified, cause if there's no I even need to ask you what you think about
2: that one. Yeah, just describe how I was about this song before we watched the final.
0: Oh, well, there's was just there been times when you've been working away on your laptop and I could just hear this blaring out of your headphones.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Someone's been slightly obsessed with this song for the last week. And I even sang it at my annoyed 14-year-old son, didn't I? Yes, he, <laughs> he was he... kind of like... Stop it! Died, died of embarrassment. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> yeah, this is the glorious Ulrika Brandstorp with the equally glorious Honestly, which is just a power ballad par excellence. I first watched this in the bath. <laughs> <laughs> and I was watching what I thought were the finalists, but they were just the ones that w- won the semi-final, and that's how I was introduced to these songs and why I saw this one, Skrelex and Not Meant to Be, and the Pettersson. And I was like, this one's easily the best. Mm. This is just amazing. I love it. And then the more I listened to it, the more I loved it. And I was just like, you know, you get to that point where you're like, it has to win. It has to win. Yes. Yes. But, but then... The Kino effect. <laughs> yes. Because you had this
0: with Monument, didn't you? Yes, I had this two years ago.
2: If also for for Norway yes, for the melody group, but
0: I I could not watch the finale because I had a feeling that Tix was going to win because <sighs> he was like you said
2: his name. Well done, yeah. The therapy's finally working. <laughs> you can cope with saying his name. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah. This is this is again.
0: This is sort of like a Eurovision by numbers, but <gasps> what? what Wash Your dirty mouth. In a way that it's a little bit more fragile and it's a little bit more. There's just a little bit more heart in this one. And, it, it you know, it, it builds in a nice way. It's got that little drum.
2: Yes, drum. the Emily DeForest only teardrops drummers. Yes. This is why that one won Eurovision that year, I yeah. think. Yeah. I mean,
0: and I, I, I realised about two years ago that any song that's got like that sort of beat in it just instantly gets into me somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Which I just don't know what that is, but maybe I was in a marching band or something in another, <laughs> in another life. life.
2: <laughs> and also it has the clap. Yep.
0: Yeah and they they bring out a couple of the violinists oh, don't they because they're like we're Norway we need a violin they know what we're, they know what they're doing
2: yeah so i really wanted this to win it didn't it was second i was really really annoyed with the stupid stupid juries if you were on one of those juries stupid scores were ridiculous i mean i know ultimately alessandro won with a, a you know a landslide vote But I still think this deserved so many more points and I was really pleased to see there was a bit of redemption that she was definitely second by the end of the night because that's absolutely where she should have been.
0: I also didn't realise that she was
2: scheduled to perform in 2020 yeah with the song Attention and we didn't really know it I did not remember that at all and we listened to the 2020 songs a lot so obviously that one did
0: not register with us not even in the slightest but there was a little bit of an angle of like well I should have been there that time so I really want to go this time and this is a much better song than
2: that as well so much better what about the dress I was never comfortable with that whole midriff (laughs) showing and it's not because she's got a bad midriff I just thought it wasn't a very good design dress
0: yeah, it, 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 it's a, again, it's a, a RuPaul Drag Race design challenge that's gone a little bit wrong. So yeah. they've just wrapped a bit of fabric around the torso yeah. and then a bit around one arm. That key on it. No. No. Yeah, I would have liked to have thought they would have, it would
2: have evolved. Judged it a bit. Yeah. For the final. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, scores for Ulrika Brandstop. Obviously, I'm going to give it a 10. Yeah, I'm going to give it a 10 as well. Are you?
0: Yeah. Wow. It's, it's got under my skin. Good stuff. I think we're going
2: to be listening to this one for a couple of years to come, at the very least. So, this is 20 out of 20, knocking Aline Thorpe off the top spot into second. Um, Skrelex still hanging out there in third. So, what will happen when we get to our final song?
1: King's broken her case, through the keys She will be the warrior for north and south.
2: was Alessandra Mella, or Melli with Queen of the Kings. Mm. What did we think?
0: I feel like on the night we were judging this one poorly because we had our favourite going in. Right. Obviously now we know it's gone through, so yeah. I feel like we're re- reassessing it slightly. It's a good song. It's probably going to do really well, but there's just
2: something about it that just doesn't quite... Both of us, when we first heard it, we are like, mm, where she it? started that? Her voice is a bit yeah. odd. It's like she's got something caught in her yes. throat. Yes, it's bit like, oh! yes yeah. it's like, I don't know. And when Marisa heard it as well, and she said what's that yeah well, if we don't have to listen to everything it's like, well it's it's qualified just because it's qualified for the final doesn't mean you should listen to every song and i'm like yeah. oh and that was her initial reaction so i was thinking that could be everyone's initial reaction that her singing is a bit weird mm. but she does carry the rest of it off you know it's kind of sub-operatic mm. but i don't know for me it's just some of it's kind of a bit obvious yeah but at the same time, it's really clever because it's it's keying into all the ethnic stuff so it'll get votes on that side of it. but it's also a belter of a pop song also she's a good punchy performer mm. and it's got a good message behind it as well and yeah, there's definitely female the way that she
0: sings it it's got that oomph umph behind it yeah. and and you know there's the confidence, there's the charm, so there's definitely charisma there yeah it's the, is there uniqueness? It's there uniqueness there's, there's ner- nerves nerve there yeah.
2: But, and talent it's whether you rate her singing voice and based I on just...
0: this one song though because didn't you find some things about her singing st- well songs? she was
2: in the voice and she did really well and... yeah but it's just I don't know I still keep going back to my initial reaction now I think I will feel like a bit of an idiot for not having liked it to begin with but I remember when it was on the playlist, I put it on last because I wasn't that keen on it. Mm. And then I did keep hearing it and singing it. And, like, after the contest, we were singing it, weren't we? And we were. But this is the problem. Well, not the
0: problem. But this is the issue with people like now us who pay attention to Eurovision yeah. before Eurovision. Because you get confused. We hold these songs in our hearts <laughs> yeah. for different reasons. And then on the night, these people that have never heard these songs just base it on one performance. Yeah. Maybe two if they watch the yeah. semis. Yeah. And completely decide everything
1: yeah
2: so i mean of of the at this point when we're recording there are seven songs through seven songs that we know about yeah and at the moment most people are putting this first or second after the 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 czech one
0: yeah but this is this is like the first one that would be put on in a club yeah and we would we would dance the hell absolutely we would yeah yeah i've already got the dance moves down yeah not that complicated Mm. yeah (laughs) But, yeah, I don't know. I can... It's it's definitely, like, the younger cousin of Matahari, isn't it?
2: Oh, yes. There's elements of that, isn't there? Yes. Yeah. In both the staging and the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of people have talked about how it's very similar to Clara Hammerstrom's Run to the Hills. Mm. Now, personally... I much prefer Run to the Hills. Oh, I'd, yeah.
0: I saw those comments too, but I didn't... Initially, I didn't hear that. But now I can kind of go, oh, yeah, I can see that now. But yeah. before, it was like, no. And Run to the Hills, you know my deep love for that. And yeah. I was obsessed with that yeah. song before it even finished the first time I heard it. Yeah. yeah Whereas yeah. this one, I could, I could take or leave. Yeah. I can get on board with it.
2: Yes, exactly. But... I'm willing to be swept along by it now and say, yeah, it's fun. But... I'm kind of almost trying to like it more than I do. Yeah. Because I know it's going to do well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, That in that confusing roundup, what are you going to give it? Eight or seven? I feel like I should give it a seven. Okay, so I'm going to give it an eight. Okay. Okay, so that means it gets 15 points total. So we have run through all nine songs in the Melody Grand Prix final, and these are our top five. In fifth equal we have Elsie Bay and Alessandra with their songs, Love You in a Dream and Queen of Kings. In third place we have Skrelex with Love Again. Second place, Aleem Thorpe with Not Meant to Be. And in first Ulrika Brandstorp with Honestly. So, that's our... Have we fixed it? We've fixed it. (laughs) That's how it should be now. Happy with that. I'm sure there'll be people screaming at us saying, why don't you understand Alessandra? But also, it's just, that's a good bunch of songs, isn't it? Oh, it is. It is a good bunch of songs.
0: Definitely ones that people should
2: be aware of. Yeah other than just what's one. And if you've enjoyed us listening to Melody Grand Prix, don't forget our regular show, which looks at seven different songs in different categories from different years, which comes out every two weeks. This is just a bonus special episode because we wanted to mark the fact that this had been such a good national final. And just because we're in Eurovision season now, aren't we? We are. We absolutely are. And we will be doing a a Melfest special later on. Okay. Have you got anything to add about your feelings about Melody Grand Prix 2023? All I can say is now you understand my feelings for Monument.
0: Yeah, we've, to kind of, one we've had a mirrored, so close mirrored, a to mirrored experience. Yeah,
2: so we've both got our traumas now. We have. But as you kept saying to me, you'll always have that song, Andy. You'll always have, honestly.
0: Yeah, and is it going to be your most played song of the year? Probably. Oh, it depends. We're so early in national final season. I feel like
2: it's already going to be your most played song of the year. <laughs> Quite possibly. <laughs> if you want to get in touch with us on Twitter, we're at Euro Queens Pod. We're on Instagram. We're Eurovision Queens. Email. Who uses email? Honestly, too (laughs) many people. I get emails all the time that I don't want. Eurovisionqueens at gmail.com. We don't get many emails. Please do email us. And we've also got a Spotify playlist of all of our core show
0: songs that we've built together, which is one minute shy of five hours now. (laughs) That's
2: putting people off now at this point. It's just
0: a good playlist. It's amazing. It's all the best
2: Eurovision songs ever. So says us. Yeah. And it's called called Eurovision Queens, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. There we go. Easy to find. Honestly, (laughs) I'm I'm terrified. terrified. No, I won't sing the whole song. Mm.
0: (laughs) Not for the recording, but you will do before the end of the night, probably. Obviously. (laughs) Honestly.
2: (laughs) Bye.
1: Bye.